Do you need help making your daily sports wagers? Check out the Coda Sports Gambling Network at CodaSportsCappers.com. They offer free daily picks on their website and have a bi-weekly podcast called the Mount Lockmore Podcast that you can find on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Play. The Coda Sports Gambling Network is home of the top sports cappers in the Dakotas. They are South Dakota's number one source for sports gambling information. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Coda Cappers, or visit their website at CodaSportsCappers.com. Um, hello there, everyone. Um, this is the Lock Mount Lord Mount. Excuse me. Oh my God, I'm going to tell them to fucking edit this out. That's 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 the great part about this. All right. <clears throat> Wait, so we can swear? Oh fuck yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure, for fucking sure. Um, that should be a cold open. Oh yeah, Pace, keep that up. Um, anyways, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Mount Lockmore podcast. I am your interim host, Josh Campbell. I believe this is episode 102. Thank you to my good dear friends, uh, Pumba and Pace, for picking up my slack when I decided to get super drunk for a couple of weeks and blame it all on the Christmas break and not doing, not recording something when I told them I would. So shout out to those two, really appreciate it. And I would now like to give a very special, maybe the most special introduction to my dear friend, Fab Mellow Hall of Fame. How are we doing, bro? I'm doing fantastic. I'm thrilled to be here. Um, yeah, this is Fab, Fab Mellow Hall of Fame, like some of you guys might know me. Uh, my real name is Marco. Um, I'm, I'm so happy to be here. I love the Coda Cappers. I follow you guys all on Twitter. Um, been getting to know Josh pretty well recently, and uh, I thought this, this duo is really going to hit it off. Happy to be here. I would, like, I would say you're my new best friend, like, without a doubt. 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not even close. <laughs> so, anyways, you're a big... You're a big Patriots fan, right? Correct. All right. They had quite the fucking spanking against the lowly Jags. Um, what was the final? What was the final for that? I think it was fifty to ten. Jesus Christ, that is yeah, was, yeah. Uh-huh. People uh-huh. forget the last time. The last time the Pats um, won in blowout fashion, putting up fifty, they went on to win seven in a row. So just keep that in mind. I think seven in a row would be that would be soupy. That'd be that soupy. Would, that would be soupy. Yeah, and okay. then the first two games of next year. <laughs> we keep that in mind. I'm just I, saying. I'm gonna be honest. I feel bad. I because this is still kind of the beginning of our friendship. I am a, I'm by default a, a Mac Jones hater. Right. I I have to be. I've my entire life I've lived through Patriots dominance, and it just wouldn't mm-hmm. sit right with me if you guys got immediately. I guess not immediately. There was a year of Cam. Um. But we're all, I mean, if, if Mac does turn out, we're all going to fucking forget about Cam's year as a starter, right? 100%, yeah. Like, I will 100% remember it as just going directly from Brady to Jones. Yeah. We, we had Patriots fan, fans and media calling for Belichick out. Yeah, like, you can believe that. Like, what? And how quickly we just gave all of the credit, 100% of the credit to Brady and not Belichick. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my God, that debate, that debate makes me want to jump off a cliff. It was, <laughs> I, it, and you know, granted, especially in sports media, like everyone has to have a take, like everyone, mm. wants to, you know, just leans to being extreme, but it just seems so fucking backwards and asinine. Like maybe they're both pretty fucking good. Like, right, like why can't, why can't they both like just work together and be awesome? 
yeah, in their own respectful ways. Why, why do you have ways. to choose one? It, yeah, it never made sense to me. Uh, but anyways, congrats on the win. Um, Thank you. Uh, Thank I, you. I, I think this is just, just a sign that Urban Meyer was not the issue in Jacksonville. Free my dude. boy Urban, dude. <laughs> I had this argument with uh, one of my good friends yesterday about Trevor. He was... We were just like, every time Trevor would throw a pick, I think he threw three or four yesterday, we were just frying him in the group chat. Oh, Trevor sucks. Trevor's a bust. And he's defending him saying, it's the coach's fault. It's the coach's fault. It's the coach's fault. And I'm like, dude, like, it's like, who, whose interceptions are their fault and whose aren't? Like, if Trevor Lawrence interceptions don't count, <clears throat> what about, what can we say, anybody without a good coach, their, their interceptions don't count? Like, yeah. it's insane. And, I, and I'm not, I'm not, um, What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not naive to the fact that like Mac Jones, Mac Jones, I, I hate a lot of Patriots fans blow Mac Jones up. Like he's like, like the best thing ever, but it's, it's the system. I mean, like if any, any rookie quarterback was here, it, it wouldn't be much different. Like it's just the system, but it's like, he, he was lucky enough to be drafted to the Patriots and some guys get drafted to the Jacks. That's just how it works. Yep. For, for sure. And I, so I've watched probably five full Patriots games this year so like by no means all of them but to me I it definitely seems and not that he hasn't made you know plays on his own and like been incredible at times but a lot of his success it's like oh yeah that dude is wide open <laughs> like oh yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, which I mean, you know that's not his fault that he's throwing to the exactly, wide exactly right like, he's doing what he's supposed to do but right. yeah I don't think he's the next Aaron Rodgers talent wide absolutely yeah yeah I think yeah. he he can do like I, I imagine like Tannehill kind of like he, he can yeah. do enough. Like you can win with it. We can win with a guy like that. Oh, absolutely. And to my default or what I always kind of go back to is people say it's a quarterback league. Um, you know, quarterbacks get fucking 30% of the cap allocated to them. Yep. I always think when the Broncos won that Super Bowl with Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning mm-hmm. bottom five QB in the league that year. He was benched with Rock Osweiler. Like, if you can run the ball and play defense, you you know, you you can get hot at the right time. And it's right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You, right. You know, right. And that's the thing. Like I said, Mac Jones isn't the next Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has won one fucking Super Bowl. Like you, right, exactly. You definitely need more than just a a guy like that. You need a lot of things to go right. But even like um, how many how many Super Bowls did Russell Wilson win? Just one, right? Yeah, just one. Like, think about some of those teams they had. He's been unbelievable for so long. It's one Super Bowl, and it's and he's had really good teams. Yeah, uh-huh. great defenses, un- unbelievable defenses. Yeah, I will. I will say, in my like, when when I start to consider myself like having valid opinions as a football football fan that Seahawks defense at their peak was the best defense I've ever fucking seen. It was, it was insane. It was absolutely unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like every level, like their entire defensive line dominance, their linebackers so fucking good. And their goddamn secondary dude, like, Oh my God, that Legion of boom went so crazy. And that the nickname is just like all time. Like oh. the Legion of boom is just one of one, like never will happen again. I and I'm kind of so many nicknames are tacky and corny, but the Legion of Boom is objectively cool. It's sick. Yeah, unbelievable. It's so good. The, <laughs> the Patriots defense was called 
think they were calling themselves like the boogeyman or something a couple years ago. And then wow. that's when we, had, we lost to the fucking Titans in the first round. Like, you guys suck. Yeah. You guys fucking suck. <laughs> uh, so, moving on. Sad day for me yesterday. My Vikings died the saddest death. Death via Sean Mannion, dude. It was so brutal. I, I And it sucked because I genuinely thought we had a chance. Like, I thought we had a shot. when it was Because it was 3 nothing for a long time. Yeah. We were yep. playing defense. We were stopping the run. We were forcing some, not bad throws by Rodgers, but forcing him to f- try to complete some passes in a tight right. I'm like, oh, my God, we get one play go our way. Like, let's do this. And then it, that one play never materialized. And, right. oh, my God, he just eventually – and you deep down you knew it was coming. Like, there's no way we were going to – hold him back all game but oh my god it got fucking brutal at the end dude i hated it so much yeah that got that got ugly did you i wanted to ask you about your thoughts on uh, zimmer's comments after the game about uh what's his name Manion. i don't know uh was it about mond mond yeah how yeah when it? someone asked him and he was like no <laughs> um, so i think his comments were taken a little out of context like, I think it was him just, like, it was his immediate direct response. Like, why don't you mm. want Simons? And it just, boom. Like, like, I don't think he was had a a notion beforehand. Like, oh, I'm going to shit talk our third round pick. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think that was his intention at all. Like, he was just, right. you know, he's always been gruff and quick to answer questions. Like, as short as he, I mean, he has a little bit of Belichick in him when it comes to yeah. dealing with the media. And so, yeah, I mean, we, the media definitely took it out of proportion. Not that it's a good sign that he was just so quick to be like, oh yeah, I see him every day. He's shittier than Sean Mannion. Like that is not what I'm looking for exactly or hoping for. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't think, I don't think he was like trying to make Mond feel bad or anything. I think he was just being as honest as he was in the moment um, that makes sense and his appearance like he after being out in like the 10 degree or zero degree out of weather yeah. was like, red face like he just looked like he just got hit by a train in that in that uh press conference yeah he was and a lot of the a lot of the time he's kind of like mad after games like that and but in this time you know like we just lost well you know we were eliminated from the playoffs and I think he was just more deflated than normal. Yeah, yeah he didn't, didn't have yeah, a spark. It was just kind That's of... Uh, um, who is... Okay. Who, okay. Who... What is your Super Bowl prediction? Matchup and winner? Oh, I got my model. Uh, I think I put it up a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe. Um, and I'm rolling with it. I had uh, Chiefs-Packers and Packers winning. Okay, so you just went with like chalk. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think. That's mostly. I just closed my eyes, and I saw great color matchup. Yes, yes. Packers, Chiefs. I saw those colors. I was like, that just makes so much sense. Because I just look at I. I just I have no faith in the Titans. They're going to be the one seed probably in the AFC. I think even though the one seed, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be the one seed unless they lose to the Texans. Oh, yeah, they haven't clinched. They just aren't going to lose the Texans twice. Right. Um, but um, I'm pretty sure Derrick Henry's coming back, which actually shakes things up a little bit for me. But I still think I still think the Chiefs um, 
in the Packers. The Chiefs worry me a little bit after yesterday. I really didn't see any way they were going to lose and especially not cover for the Bengals. Um, so that concerns me a little bit that maybe the defense didn't, uh, hasn't, isn't coming along as much as we thought. Yeah, Sorensen reverted back to his shitty self that just yeah com- commits pass interference penalties and yep. gives up long plays. And then that dude, I think it was some, something Ward, was just getting absolutely <laughs> taken to the cleaners all fucking afternoon long by Jamar Chase. Did you see oh Jamar Chase tweet about, like, someone just tweeted a video, um, uh, Traverius Ward, he grittied, and then three yes. plays later, Jamar Chase scored a touchdown, and, yeah, Jamar, he, he quote tweeted a video and just said, yeah, he said, yeah, that's how you gritty. <laughs> just petty. He's such Ward. a stud. Oh, he's, he's such so a stud. Good. He's so good. It was unreal. So I didn't make in my – I get it. Yeah, no one cares about your fantasy team, but I didn't make the playoffs in my main fantasy league. Um, mm-hmm. like I, I'm in three, only really care about one, but didn't make the playoffs. I missed by six points scored four, which was heartbreaking. Um, but anyways, wow. I, I, I digress. Uh, yeah. I, I, I picked Jamar Chase. Like he was, he was probably my MVP of, or not probably he was my MVP of the season, Jamar Chase. And I was just had like, I, f- I feel so smart for going into my fantasy draft. And cause this, we, we draft early as fuck every year. Like we probably drafted in. <laughs> fuck early august i think um yeah that sounds about right and but i just my logic was okay he was on that 2019 lsu offense and he was better than justin jefferson and so you know i had the benefit of watching justin jefferson every fucking week as a vikings fan so i you know i knew exactly how good he was but yeah i'm just like this is so easy this is the easiest pick in the world like he was better than justin jefferson who had like the greatest or one of the greatest rookie receiving years of all time like yep. you're dumb if you don't do this so yeah I, I i literally i'm not bragging i didn't make the fucking playoffs but that was my one like good the logic was sound and it worked right. out i made all fucking year yeah unbelievable mm-hmm. he's uh yeah i mean he is unbelievable dude like his first touchdown that he scored the 72 yard or whatever dude. it's insane there was like seven guys in front of him. You were like, oh, he's he's gonna get tackled here. Oh, gone. I, I literally like, thought, like, oh, this is gonna be a nice gain. Like, yeah, um, this this will be a first down. Nope. <laughs> like, how small. Those are the those are the best touchdown runs where the guy just like it looks like he gets like a boost where he just like accelerates past other yeah. professional athletes running full speed. Like, like the yeah. other fastest men on the earth, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. Uh-huh. It's I, yeah, I say this about a few players, but it's crazy how when you boil it down and like you concentrate all of the absolute best athletes in the world onto this field, and then some of them even like percolate up and are better than mm-hmm. the absolute best. It's it's like I can't wrap my head around it almost. I mean, I obviously like sit and watch it every week, but it's it's so you know, like Aaron Donald. How is Aaron Donald oh, yeah. so much better than everyone else? It doesn't right. make- it's insane just like superhuman guys mm, okay what the Wait, fuck? what was your super bowl prediction oh what is my super bowl prediction yeah i'm gonna go with hmm i'll go just an emotional hedge here i'll go packers patriots 
Ooh. and I'll go Patriots. Mac Jones wins as a rookie. Oh my god. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And if I'm wrong, that's fucking awesome because I kind of hate both teams. Right. Okay. Yeah, think- oh, sorry. Just the Steelers have fourth and goal from Cleveland's four. And I really want them to go for it and score a touchdown. I like really, really desperately. They're probably going to kick it. I have no idea what they're going to do. I just got the notification. They've got a field goal. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Field goal okay. Steelers. So we only, need, we only need like 33 more points. That's fine. Yeah. That's doable. That's doable. How many touchdowns is that? That would be four and a half-ish. Okay. Right? Yeah. 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 The Steelers have actually been really good in the second half of games. They are the Steelers are a second half team, but the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, Potato Gobbler, I'm sorry. I know you don't like it when I do this, but Baker Mayfield fucking sucks, bro. He's legit. I said this today in the group chat, and I think everyone thought the the, the like Coda Cappers group chat. I think everyone thought I was trolling. I said he's a bottom five quarterback in the NFL and starters right now, like this week. And then I thought about it. I'm like, okay, maybe he's not bottom five, but he's bottom eight. Like Tim Boyle, worse. Mike Glennon, worse. Wait, that's Boyle's not a starter. He's only starting. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just meant like starters this week. Okay. Like start, yeah, starters this week. Sean Mannion, worse. And then you get it. Ben Roethlisberger might be worse. Well, I was gonna say if you took like the week one starters from every team, I think that helps your argument a lot. Oh yeah. Think, oh think yeah. It. For sure, bottom five. Like then, like I mean, who else is down there? Like. Jared Goff, probably. Tyrod Taylor, maybe. I don't even know if is Tyrod Taylor down there. I would take like Tyrod. Far? Like if you had to win one game, like next week, I would take Tyrod over Baker. <laughs> if you I like were, this game, okay. Drafting uh, a team like Jared Goff or Baker need to win one game. Oh, Goff, 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 Goff. He made Trevor a Lawrence. Game. Trevor Lawrence or Baker? Baker, Baker. Uh, yeah. Would you take any rookie over uh, Baker? Oh, man. Because Not like going forward, just like a one game this season. Yep, yep. Because now we really get into apples and oranges. Like what would Baker yeah. look like as, with Belichick as a head coach? Hmm. Oh, fuck. You know, fuck it. Yeah, I'll give me Mac. Give me Mac Jones. And I'm going to be mean, honest, dude, the last couple of weeks, Zach Wilson has kind of shown some juice. No, he has. He, he has. I'm going to be honest. He's looked kind of good. And I, I have I have probably – I have as much uh, negative Zach Wilson's tweets as just about anybody out there. But I'm, I kind of like I kind of like him until he becomes a threat. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I like the Jets yeah. being funny and in my, my division and stuff, so I can just laugh at him and be like, oh, Zach Wilson, you're fucking so cute. You score a couple touchdowns. And exactly. He's cute. Like, he's not yeah, a no, threat, he is. but, like, he every once in a while he does something, and we're like, oh, nice, that's cool. Like, way to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, and um, that fucking, that 50, what was it, 52-yard touchdown run he had was insane. Oh, electric. Electric. Dude, there was, like, <laughs> literally four different times where I'm like, oh, he's, he's going to go down here, and he just kept going. Like, losers <laughs> don't do that, bro. Losers absolutely don't do that. And the other thing is, well, actually, this isn't entirely true because when the Jets used to like be decent and they beat the Pats a couple times, I hated them. But Jets fans are fucking hilarious. They're just like a funny group of people because like they all they just like know that they suck, and it's just they kind of just wear it. Yeah, like it's hilarious. I, I love Jets fans. It's funny. So 
you live on the East Coast and I live in the Midwest. Like, that's exactly how I feel about Lions fans. Like, oh, yeah. They'll, they'll never pick a fight with you. Like, they know exactly yeah. where they stand, but they'll still go so hard for their team and, yeah. like, and wear it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's fucking funny. You can and tell them, like, dude, your team fucking sucks. They'll be like, dude, I know. Stop, please. <laughs> they'll literally be like, why are you telling me? Like, I obviously fucking know that. <laughs> like, yeah, I watch them every Sunday. Yeah, well, I had, okay, I have a, a good friend back from high school. He was a year older than me. Hunter, there's no way in fuck he listened to this, but shout out Hunter Durand. And he, <laughs> on his own terms, the year after the Lions went 0-16, moved from a Vikings fan to a diehard Lions fan for no reason. The year after they went 0-16, inexplicable. Um, but he, yeah, he's been a diehard That's Lions fan ever since. Like he every single year, he drafts Lions players in fantasy. Like he drafted Jared Goff this year. He he spent a draft a, a fucking draft pick on Jared Goff this year. So he's like a, literally the bizarro football fan. Yes, yes. like the opposite of what everybody's chasing. <laughs> like for the Super Bowl for him is the first overall pick. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, unbelievable. It's yeah, I, but I I fucking love the guy, and he is he is kind of he's a little quirky, like a little a little goofy. Um, he sounds like a, a good guy to sit down and watch Red Zone with, though. Oh, and he he's so fucking funny, and yeah. like he'll spout out takes and sentences you just don't even see them coming and they're just fucking hilarious oh yeah i i, I pe people like that are just the, just the absolute best okay okay big big 180 okay. this, is, this is just gonna be quick i don't i just gotta get this out because it's i'm i'm the fucking host i get to talk about what i want and oh I, i'm just i'm giving you shit pace when you listen to this um the Ghislaine maxwell trial so I'm I so I'm probably in the like 97th percentile of motherfuckers in the world who are like into this. Like I read and mainly listened to about like every single day of the trial. So like Monday through Friday, we got like I probably spent like 45 minutes every day just like listening to what went down. And and man, it's fucking crazy. Like there it, it it was proven in a court of law, a federal court of law, that a woman participated in a, like, ritualistic sex ring where they sexually abused minors for decades with some of the most powerful people in the world. And now it's just over. Like, it's done. No one else is ever going to get in trouble. It's going to completely go away. The media will completely... No one else is ever going to get in trouble. No one else is ever going to get in trouble. No more charges will ever be filed against like any of them who no, no. It's just like how it's going to play out. Like, and so the, the prosecutor afterwards, like I, one thing that I was like kind of looking and hoping for is that he was going to say like, we still got a lot of work to do. Like, this is just the beginning. Like so many more people were involved and we're going to like bring them to justice. And he did not say that at all. He was like, we did a really good job. Like, we got him. Like, way to go, team. What, what happens if she gets behind bars and just all of a sudden starts singing like a canary, giving out all these names? If, if she'll just be killed, like, 100%. I mean, she will be silent. <laughs> right. like, I don't think she will do that for her own benefit. Because, like, if in a normal world or in a normal setting, like, the fucking stick or the 
the prosecution would like offer her reduced time and like reduced sentences like to you know give information that would help bring down other people but because this is the weirdest fucking situation in the world the prosecution is not doing that because it's all just it's all this fucking everyone's in on it like are you familiar with the the um now deceased uh comedian george carlin yeah yeah so he he has he has a line like it's a big club and you ain't in it and i've always like it is a big club like and if you have enough money if you have enough like political influence or clout like you can literally rape children and get away with it like and so yeah i don't know the, the, the uh it's yeah but anyways 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 pace is, is probably going to hear this and be like what the fuck josh like why are you talking about this but that's I'm that's, good, that's why that's why you keep me around pace is because you never know what i'm going to do i keep things interesting i keep things spicy um so i know I bet Michigan to plus seven and the money line to beat Georgia. I know you know that, but did you did you watch that game? Like, did you watch the college football playoffs at all? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, until it got to the point where it was like, this is fucking stupid. When every sane person in the world turned it off. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, what did I, I don't I don't think I bet on. No, I took the over. Did the over. I don't even remember if it hit. That's how boring it. That's how boring the game was. I don't even remember if my bet hit. That's that's a sign of a pretty dog ass game. Yeah, like that's that's how you know if you forget the outcome of your wager. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's to me, it was just same old, same old. Like semifinal games in the college football playoff that are just completely underwhelming. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure I saw the average uh, difference. And those games has been like 21 points or something. I think, like I think every, I, every game. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. I, I don't, I, I mean, I imagine extending the playoff would kind of, I mean, you're still going to have blowouts everywhere, but you'll just have more of them, right? Maybe you'll get some good games leading into the blowouts. Ex yes, yes, fucking exactly. Like there will still yeah. probably be two or maybe three teams that are head and shoulders above everyone else, but that's under the like current proposed change. The best four teams would have buys, and the yeah. you know, five through twelve would duke it out. Five plays yeah. twelve, like th that's clearly so much better than what we yeah. have going on right now. Like, I'm not, I'm not passionate about really anything in college football. Like I just kind of observe, like I enjoy it, whatever. I don't have a team really. I like Kentucky, but like they're not great. Um, but just like watching from the outside of like these diehard college fans, like, like the fact that people are like against like a bigger playoff it just makes no sense like every every like every season ends in like some sort of playoff that doesn't matter what the sport is like you need something seriously four teams, yeah four like, teams isn't even a playoff it's not a playoff it's not a playoff at all no it's like a weird small like invitational tournament it's not right even, it's not a fucking and it's playoff. it's it's like to win a championship you should have to go on like a run like that's part. That's part of the that's the championship run. That's what you got to do. That's part of it. There's not two games. It's mm -hmm, 100. I agree with you completely. Like in in the NFL, it used to be you know two two teams in every conference get a bye. You only need to win three games to win it all. But there's a reason why they changed it to one. Only one team gets a bye because you know you should fucking. I mean, granted, more games, more money. Yeah, that's probably the reason they changed right. it. 
but you should have to work to win it all. No, yeah. 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 Like, how all, dude, people love brackets. Brackets are fucking sick. And the college football playoff is not a bracket, it is three lines on each side. <laughs> you need a fucking, I'm not saying you don't need like a, a field of 64, like uh, March Madness, but I mean, like, we need like a nice little bracket we can fill out for college football playoffs. Like, that would be fucking sick. I am, I, I, I'm so with you. I I'm cannot explain how fucking with you I am. And like imagine like you, you get to do college football and college basketball brackets every year, like a big pool. The That'd best. Be sick. The best. Yeah, absolutely. And you could do, you could get a solid bracket with 12 teams. Yeah. 12. That's all you really need. All you really need. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Six on your side. Yeah. That would be awesome. So this is going back a ways, but when yeah. it first announced that I guess not back a ways. It's going back a little bit. When it was first announced that the college football playoff was entertaining the idea to change, and it went, I just thought the natural progression would be to go from four to eight. But when they mm-hmm. said, no, we're going to go to 12, and or we want to go to 12, and the first four teams have a bye. At first, like my first reaction was like, what the fuck? Like, why? But then and, you know, that was 18 months ago. I have no, a long ass time ago. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's been some in the back of my head since the more time goes by, the more I'm like, 12 is the move. 12 is what you should do. Reward the four best teams with the buy more time to prepare. And then let yeah, five through 12 duke it out. That sounds yeah. so exciting, dude. If you do eight and then the first, the top four of the buy, like that's, you're just like, doing two of what you have now kind of yes like, oh that yeah that doesn't i don't know that sounds just uh fucking yeah stupid. yeah 12 is the move 100 percent. 100 percent. one 100 okay i have a question for you or just i want you to explain it to everyone listening okay. so i see some stuff a jersey a couple of posters in your background and so what what what's hanging on your wall what do you look at every day Okay. Uh, I actually, this is funny because I, uh, what can you see? Because I can't, my, my camera zoomed in in the corner, so I can't tell what you can see. Okay. So I see a, a big ball of brand. Yep. And then I see a Kevin Durant 35. Yep. Jersey. yep. And, yep. Then, and then I just see like the very corner of something else that I have no idea what it is. All right. So behind me, I have big baller brand, uh, ASAP Rocky from the Long Live ASAP album. Oh, cover. Yep. I, can, I can see that now. Uh, and then I just have like a portrait of J. Cole. <laughs> oh my God, you, you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've actually meant to take those. Uh, I was going to take those down because I didn't really want those behind me when I thought, <laughs> I thought there was going to be video for this. I was like, I cannot have this fucking shit behind me. I was just going to have the KD jersey. Um, Audio but, only, maybe. Audio only. Dude, I don't uh, like, I don't really care for like the ball family or anything. Like, I, I have a pair of big baller brand shorts. So I don't really know why I have this. Like, I don't, I'm not like fans of any of the Ball brothers. So there's not really an explanation behind that. Um, KD, favorite basketball player of all time, obviously. This is his Thunder jersey. We got Devin Booker, Kentucky over there, Gronk, and then Giannis, which I'm, I might burn because I hate Giannis. It's been sitting in my room for so long on my wall. And I, I just straight up don't like Giannis at all. So back in, this would be... The spring of 2018, I think. Um, mm-hmm. 
I so I it's my sophomore year of college. I'm relatively broke as fuck. Like don't have any money, don't have a job. Like and me and my buddy Alex Long, shout out Alex. I fucking love you. We were genius enough to put all of our money which for me at the time I believe it was like 140 bucks and but we took the Boston playoff series over the bucks and it do you remember that series where wait which which year so t- I think it was the spring of 2018 and so it was the series do you remember when there was like 0.9 seconds left and Chris Middleton hit like a 38 foot 3 to take it to overtime it yeah was, I was in yeah. I was in Vegas. I remember that very vividly. Oh, let's fucking go. Nice. That's sick. Yeah. And so we were watching that game together. And as soon as that three went in, we were like, what the fuck? But the Celtics still won that game and they won the series. And yes, they did. Yeah. But I, and the cell and the games are always close. Like between those two teams, I, you know, they have same conference, same colors or relatively, you know, green and I don't know, similar levels of talent, but I feel like things have shifted. Like, I feel like, you know, back in 2018 and 2019, like the Celtics just had the Bucks number, but like the Bucks fucking won the title last year, you know, like it's, I feel like the Bucks have, are now noticeably better than the Celtics at this point. Yeah. Well, this, that, here's the thing. It's actually hilarious because I wish there was videos so I could show the little graph of my finger. But so back in 2018, they were like, I have both my fingers right next to each other. They were pretty similar. Actually, no, the Celtics were probably a little higher. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Along. They're they're on like a linear path, kind of parallel, both going up and down a little bit. And then the Bucks start to go up. And what year is it now? 2022. Yep. Yep. So the Bucks are probably way up now, right? They're way up here. The Celtics have actually gone worse. And we're supposed to be getting better. <laughs> what I don't know what's happening. We're we're getting worse every year it doesn't make any sense i i hate this team so much i hate them it's they're they're so fucking weird like they should be so much better and at times they look so good like jalen brown and jason tatum two young superstars marcus smart incredible defensive player you're only you know you get dennis schroeder for five mil a year i think that's a fucking mm-hmm. steal like so I'm a Lake, I'm a, I'm, you know, not like a Lakers fan. I'm, I'm a LeBron fan. I've, I've been following the Lakers for a few years. Like who, who, who would you rather have Russell, Russell Westbrook for 44 million or Dennis Schroeder for five? Like, Oh my fuck God. Don't even get me started on that whole shit. Um, but anyways, it doesn't. Yeah. The Celtics. And do you, I'm starting. I fuck, I fucking forget his name. The your, your new head coach, rookie head coach. Yeah, he I think you have to question him a little bit at oh, yeah. this point. Like I he's not doing a great job. He's not he's not getting a fucking A by any means. Yeah. It's the thing is that I've I've thought about a lot is going into this year, like the Celtics had one of the most have one of the most like complicated situations, I think, in the NBA where like there's a lot of pieces that just need to be put together, but like it's not an easy puzzle to put together. So it's, it's, it's like, you have all these, like Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart hate each other. They do not like each other. It's very, it's been, uh, I think since like the bubble, they had like a big falling out and it's been just so many, if you watch the games, 
uh, you can just see like little interactions with them where they just hate each other. There's so much like tension in that locker room and you have a rookie head coach, a rookie GM trying to put together this extremely complicated puzzle. And it's just, I have no faith that like anything is going to happen and we need something, something needs to happen. Like something big needs to happen. I have no faith that Brad Stevens, a rookie GM is going to like yeah, pull that, off this like massive trade or something. So like that move never made a lot of sense to me. Like we're gonna, our coach who was good but wasn't mm-hmm. quite good enough. We're gonna make him the GM to replace our GM who was good, but wasn't quite good enough. Like to me, it just seems you needed more of a change, I guess, is how yeah. I would diagnose it. I mean, it's, it's Danny Ainge is the one who created this disaster. I mean, he, he was, I, I don't like Danny Ainge. He hoarded so many draft picks and hoarded so many young guys who just like, we're never going to be anything, but he just kept hoarding them and he wouldn't yeah, move. I remember, remember that fucking March Madness. This was probably 2016, I believe. RJ Hunter, when he hit that fucking three, yep. to win, but his dad was the coach, fell off the chair. Like, fell off the chair, he, yep. Yeah, he he just kept a first round pick that he could have traded for something, mm-hmm. or, you know, packaged with something. And he took RJ Hunter and he was on yep. their summer league team for one year and he is been in europe ever since like this goes on and on and on that's one example dude he probably did no lie with like eight first round picks throughout the fucking years like right oh my god yeah and you know he did make some stellar moves like trading back from markel fultz to jason tatum like that's oh my god what a what a that is just and got a first round pick for it too. Like, holy right, shit. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, yeah, like, again, like I said earlier, he good, but not quite good enough. Like he didn't have the balls right. to pull the trigger. Yeah, I don't fucking know, dude. The Celtics are the weirdest team. They're uh, so weird. I think my my personal solution is you ship Marcus. He's been, yeah, he's yeah. the longest, the longest uh, current Celtic. Um, I think his voice in the locker room has far, far, far been exhausted. Um, he he needs to be gone. I hate him. I don't want to see him ever again. Yeah, get him out of here. This was a couple of weeks ago, but did you see that video where when the Celtics were playing the Bucks, and I think Giannis got an offensive rebound um, and dunked, and Smart was underneath the rim and flopped, but it was just called for the and one, and Giannis flexed and was celebrating and said, "I I hate that pussy." (laughs) Yep, yep. Like it's dude. He totally is a pussy, dude. Like, he's a, one yeah, of the he, pussy. He hustles. He plays defense. He makes these winning plays, so everybody loves him. And I and I, I like that about him. Like, I, I don't hate – like, I, I would like to see Marcus Smart go somewhere else and have success. But just I, – I was – I've been done with Marcus Smart since last year. Um, I forget who we were playing, but Peyton Pritchard – or Marcus Smart went in for a layup to win the game. Thought he got fouled. Didn't call it. Peyton Pritchard got the rebound and finished it to win the game. Game over. Celtics win. Marcus Smart is complaining to the ref about the call rather than celebrating with his rookie teammate who just made the game-winning basket. That's like, so. Close. And that's your leader. That's your leader. Yeah, I this mean that's the heart and your team. That's not. Yeah, you can't do that. It's ever since then I've been out on Marcus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I also you said his voice in the locker room. His actual voice is fucking weird. Oh, he does have a weird voice. He totally like, has uh, a weird voice. Like, I wouldn't want a guy who sounds like that, like, yelling at me to do better. I'd be like, come like on. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
Oh, speaking of Patrick Mahomes, what are your thoughts on him? Because I want to hate him, but I just can't. I, I couldn't agree more. It's, it's a very hard guy to hate. He's Yeah, like he's pretty nice and pretty normal. Like his biggest like thing or like his biggest negative is how shitty his brother is. Like, Yeah, I think his brother and his girlfriend. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, aren't they, aren't they married people. now? Aren't they married now? Or yeah, maybe his wife now. I think I find them very annoying, but he's like, there's just guys like, well, you're a LeBron fan, but I used to hate LeBron. Oh, I used to hate LeBron too. Yeah. Yeah. There's just guys that are just so good where it's like, like, I can't even hate you because you're just so good. Yeah. It's, I think Mahomes is one of those guys. I would be remiss if I sat here frowning with the grimace on my face like being mad at you instead of sitting back and being like holy shit no other human on the planet earth could do what you're doing yeah because then it makes you feel like you're more of a loser too when you're like if, if this guy like patrick Mahomes is just like torching your team and you're like pissed about it or not not obviously you'd be pissed if it was your team but if you're just watching him up play like a random team and you're just angry about it like you just look like a loser like just, just respect respect the guy just enjoy it a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And yeah, I feel so I was a LeBron fan or I, I, my journey as a LeBron fan or fuck, I don't know how to say this. My journey from a LeBron hater to a LeBron fan all started when he went back to Cleveland. And mm-hmm. at the time I was super, super, super into basketball, like obsessive almost like you know you know do you remember old school bleacher report we would like follow teams and there would just be articles in there i don't know if you were familiar at all vaguely yeah and so you could just like pick teams and it was just like a feed it was kind of like a social it how it was set up was like social media kind of Mm. and you like follow teams and then bleacher report would like hire like i'd not really pay fucking pennies to like writers right. who would write articles or they would also like pay to be able to publish articles or like not publish but like portray articles from other people and places um okay. and but anyways i was so into the nba at the time that i followed every single team and i read every single fucking article that was written about every single fucking team i'm talking like three hours a day easy just dedicated to reading about the happenings of the nba like getting into everything i know about microtransactions across the league like bench player for a second round pick every single one dude i could probably like get for every single t- at this point in time like i could probably get 10 of 12 players on the roster for every th- for all 30 teams like every single one easy without a doubt and it was i was I dude, love that. I was, yeah, it was, I I think it was like my junior, yeah, my must've been my junior year of high school and dude. And yeah, it was sick. Like I, I might sound like I was a loser, but oh my God, it was like just pure healthy fun. Like I enjoyed the shit out of it. And no, you're going to get an NBA trivia question about that season one day. And you're going to be like, Oh, I fucking know everything about that season. 100% dude. 100%. On, like on December 3rd. Yeah. The trailblazers blew out the Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> Like Paul George, Paul George's career high for the Pacers was against, I believe, the Celtics that year. And he put up 46, I want to say, at home. Yeah. Like just, yeah, you're absolutely right. I will get a trivia question about that fucking season one day. Um, and no, and it was also cool because it was the birth of the Warriors being super fucking good. 
like oh yeah when they had when they, they were the first team to go like centerless like when their lineup was Steph Clay Iguodala Draymond and who was there oh Harrison Barnes dude yeah 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 the lineup of death dude do you remember that shit yeah the emergence of the Splash Brothers that was like cha- a change basketball it a hundred percent dude like it unreal it was the beginning of Curry being into the like greatest or most influential basketball player ever, or like he's in that discussion. That was like the beginning of it. Oh my yeah. God, I'm really looping this around back, taking a long time. But anyways, that was the beginning of my like journey as to become a LeBron fan. But, and then like, it was so hard, you know, like, cause he was such an underdog every time he made the finals with those dog ass Cavs teams and mm-hmm. like, got his shit kicked in by the Warriors. Like, you know, it's hard to like hate a guy when he's the clear underdog and is undermanned and puts up like performances of a lifetime. And, but anyways, when he went to the Lakers, to me, it was just like a fucking ticket because the Lakers originated in Minneapolis. They were the Minneapolis Lakers. In fact, in, I guess not Staples Center, Crypto Center or whatever the fuck is called now, they hang the banners that they fucking won when they were the Minneapolis Lakers. So I use all of that to like defend. I'm not a bandwagon. I'm I'm a low-key Lakers fan, bro. It's my oh, old team. Yeah. Granted, they moved to fucking LA like 60 years before I was born, but that's not the point at all. You, you don't ever have to apologize. I will, never, I will never apologize to anyone. You can fucking suck my dick. Lakers bandwagon. Da, 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 da. I don't give a fuck. You're just jealous that it didn't originate from my fucking city. Like, so when LeBron went there, it like solidified, boom, big. I'm a LeBron fan. I'm a Laker fan. Like, let's fucking go. And it's also like the Timberwolves just historically have sucked so much ass. Like, I, it's, it's fun to root for a team that's in it, like that makes the playoffs. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was a long digression. I didn't mean for it to be that long. Oh, but anyways, it's yeah. Hmm. <laughs> what is it? Like, are they building? Are they build something over there? Yes. So hard. Yes. We have a new coach, Chris Finch, and I don't know. There was a little like hoopla when we hired him because we hired him in the middle of the season, and people got mad, like because we took he was an assistant for the Toronto Raptors, and and not that it was a big deal, you know. Like I'm just paid super attention to it because it's literally my team but yeah people got mad like you should have waited until the end of the season you aren't going to make the playoffs no we locked down so like you have a rookie head coach we have a rookie head coach I guess last year yeah it's his first full year as a coach I'll call him a rookie still like Chris Finch is such a good fucking coach bro like he's so good like everyone on the team is playing exceptionally well like almost almost everyone on the team is like playing some of the best ball of their career like the timberwolves are winning way more games than we ever have before like and it's clearly like the there is one fucking common denominator and it's him like he is the reason or not common denominator there's one variable that has changed and it's him and i it's like people say coaching doesn't matter in the nba that might be true like you definitely the to like get you over the top to win titles it's not coaching it's talent but to get you out from the depths of hell, coaching matters. Like, 100%. Yeah, you got to build something, yeah. It also depends. Yeah. I mean, like, if you have, like, LeBron, like, you don't need 
Oh, yeah. Tyron Lue won a fucking title. Right, with right. Dude. Like, he's not, he's clearly not an X's and O whiz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but it, def- it definitely uh, depends on the team. But for the, mo- for the most part, I mean, yeah, most teams need a good coach. Like, most teams don't have the guys where they can be just fucking roll anybody out there as the coach. Oh, <sighs> 100%. Like, what was the difference? Like, what was the main change going back to what we were just talking about with the Warriors when they fucking fired? Um, oh, my God. Why can't I think of Mark it? Jackson? Mark, Mark Jackson. Yeah, when they fired Mark Jackson, hired Steve Kerr. Yeah. The team was the exact same, dude. Yeah. The exact fucking same. Like, maybe they, like, signed Sean Livingston as the backup point guard. That might have been the one difference. Like, and, right, right, right. oh, they went from, like, being a six seed and going to the second round to, oh, one of the best teams to literally ever exist. Right, yeah, yeah. No, like, absolutely. Coaching, coaching does matter. Like, no, 100%, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I guess, if we're using this argument a little bit later, <laughs> when Steve Kerr had his fucking terrible back problems, Luke Walton was their interim head coach and went like 30 and two or something fucking unbelievable. And so you could also use that argument, oh, coaching doesn't matter because Luke Walton is fucking dog water and goes to Sacramento and sexually assaults women instead of win any fucking games. I guess I guess I should have they were just accusations. I don't I I don't think he was convicted in court, but anyway. I never even heard about that. Oh yeah, no, it was it was pretty serious. He almost got suspended by the NBA, but then the chick like balked. But it didn't. It sounded like I think they like settled out of court. Like I don't think she, like, I don't think it. You know, obviously, I have no idea what happens. But from my perspective, it did not seem like she was lying. Right. Yeah. Like I really don't. It didn't. And who knows? Like I said, who knows? But. If I had to put my money on something, I think Luke Walton might have been really hammered one night and probably done some unscrupulous things. <laughs> but yeah, who? Yeah, like whatever. Not see that out of Luke. No, yeah, not really my problem. And like, if you just look at him, if you're just like diagnosing him, like completely from looks, like he kind of, he kind of looks like a wild boy. Like I could totally oh, yeah. see it. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, look at his dad. Yeah, dude. Oh, absolutely. And, like, there's that one fucking story where Luke showed up to practice, Lakers practice, just absolutely so hungover one day. Like, he still reeked of booze. And Kobe was so pissed that he said the entire practice, like, Luke is guarding me one-on-one and you are not allowed to give him any help. And he just worked his ass for, like, two hours just when they were playing, like, three-on-three or five-on-four. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, to the point where Luke, I believe, had to stop and just go to the locker room and yak. This is when he was a player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When he was a player, way back in the yeah, day. I was. I was thinking as a he was the coach of the Lakers. Like, oh no! 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 Fucking coaching the Kobe Lakers, dude. Jesus. That would be wild if a coach showed up like still reeking like booze. That would. Be and then Co- and then Kobe Bryant made the coach guard <laughs> yeah. him all practice because, dude, because that's something Kobe would have done too. So like, I kind of went. I was like, oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred fucking percent. Anyways, this is. I'm I'm we are riffing I'm fucking vibing but we're <laughs> normally these episodes are a tad shorter than they've been but anyways do you have any any predictions coming in for the next couple of weeks who do you think is going to win the um college football championship who's who who I guess there's there's not even that many like meaningful NFL games but like are the Raiders going to win are the Chargers going to clinch like hmm, anything and just anything going forward that you want to say Chargers next Sunday we wouldn't get in right uh, yep yep yeah I like the Chargers um 
I like Alabama with a plus sign next to them. I feel like I'd be a fool not to take that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kirby Smart is just so much worse than Nick Saban is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said earlier, I don't, I'm not a huge college football guy, but I just get these, like, and I don't even really, like, I kind of keep an eye on the games or watch highlights, but I get, like, these weird narratives in my head. And one of, <laughs> one of the narratives that I told myself all year is that Georgia's frauds. So I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to keep rolling with that until, like, they, because I'm not going to admit I was wrong unless they win the championship. Oh. And then I'll be like, they're not frauds. Why would you? Yeah. Yeah. So I got to keep rolling with that. So obviously Alabama. And then, um, yeah, what I say, Chargers. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Look for the uh, look for the Colts. Maybe go to the AFC Championship. That's all my Wentz, dark horse. All, all Wentz needs to do is play well, and yeah, yeah. like one of the best teams in the AFC. Yeah, they're really good. Mm-hmm. And but Wentz has the ability to be a bottom, bottom, bottom tier quarterback. Oh like, yeah, they can easily be moments notice. Yeah. They could be they could be ready to pack up and go home in like the first quarter of the playoff game mm-hmm. very well with with him under center. But I mean now they've they're a team I never wanted to respect, but I had no choice to when they came when they beat us. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I so like Vikings obviously didn't play them all year, but same thing as you what you just said. Like I never wanted to respect them. I wanted to just fucking clown them for sending picks to yes. Philadelphia for a shitty quarterback. Like, yep. I, yeah, I just wanted to – and not that it – like, I respect the Colts as a franchise. Like, Tony Dungy, Peyton Manning, yeah, that's cool. Andrew Luck, that's all, all good guys, but I just – Even, like, Frank Reich, the current coach. Yeah, like, yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good coach. Good dude, smart dude. And but Carson Wentz is a fucking jokester, bro. I hate Carson Wentz. I hate him so much. You see, this is okay, people. Everyone listening to this, like, this is fucking why Fab and I are brand new best friends because we we get we get one another. Carson Wentz is a fucking loser. He's so fucking just stupid. I hate him. He's He's so stupid. He sprained both ankles at the same time. Oh, 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 dude. You, so remember when that happened? You might, do you remember the video that PFT tweeted of, of this oh. dude in a basement and he was jumping up and down? Yes, 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 yes. At one of my best friends, Dustin Stifter, that was him. Like, I don't know how the fuck PFT like saw that video and made the connection. I think actually one of my buddies tweeted at him like, oh, this is how you break. They're spraying both of your ankles at the same time. But anyways, when I saw that PFT tweeted that video, I literally like, I was I I, la- I started to laugh so hard. I was like incapacitated, like on the floor crying. Like it brought back so many memories. It was so fucking oh my god. Because you know, just high school, one of your buddies does the dumbest fucking things in the world, and it's ca- captured on video. Like it was it was one of the best things to ever happen to me. At like at the time, and PFT tweeting it. PFT tweeting like five years. Oh yeah, dude. I will send you the fucking video. I have it's like the only tweet I've ever bookmarked, I think. Cause so I can always go back and watch it. Yeah. Like what well, last time I checked, like a quarter of a million people have watched it. And I just like reverted back to my 18-year-old high school self. And I'm just like, this is actually the greatest thing that could ever happen. Awesome. Oh, anyways, yeah. That's we should we should end on that. That was oh my yeah. I'm cart <laughs> fuck Carson Wentz. That's more or less. Oh, anyways. Hmm, I'm pretty sure. Oh, actually, Pace, you'll fucking geek out over this. I'm pretty sure I was supposed to read an ad. Too late. Not happening. Not reading any fucking ads. Sorry, Pace. That's on you. If you want to include it, this is why you're in charge. <laughs> but anyways, thank you very much to listening for or for listening to the 102nd episode of the Mount Lockmore podcast. 
I am your host, Josh Campbell. Big shout out to my guest. Apologies to everyone else who I've had on, but um, my favorite guest, without a doubt, Fab Mellow Hall of Fame. Um, he's on Twitch. Follow his Twitter. Watch his Twitch streams. They're electric. He's also cracked. It's unbelievable. What one of the one of the better Fortnite players I've ever played with. But anyways, thanks again for listening. Take care, everybody. <laughs>